0: Welcome to Wake TV. Today's topic is going to be Everything is going well, but waiting for other shoe to drop. Enjoy! Hi, welcome to Wake TV. So today, Sue and I are going to talk about Everything is fine, but waiting for other shoe to drop. So, we have noticed, especially um, people, uh who experienced the stuff didn't go well or keep on facing the challenge or you grew up in the environment that your parents are super negative and then you know pessimist and then you kind of inherited that kind of uh, mindset and uh, you know even after spiritual awakening and going through healing and uh, working on yourself, stuff like that. We do still have this tendency if you know we tend to start worrying about something, right? <laughs> so we are thinking it's a good idea to talk about this, because um, I'm pretty sure a good deal of people are gonna go through this experience. So, we'll share, I share my personal story about this, and then um, we can share the tips and stuff like that.
1: Do you want to go ahead and get started, or do you want me to yeah, go first? Okay. Thank you. okay.
0: So when I was um, 18, right, I had my first boyfriend. And uh, he's smart, he's 24, he's smart, a straight A student, good son. He was like doing everything, like chore for his parents. He already had a job while he goes to graduate school. You know, kind of guy I look for, you know? He's cute, everything. So I was in a relationship with this guy and then I shouldn't be worried about anything, right? Like everything is fine. I'm enjoying my school. I should be feeling pretty rosy, right? But I had this fear that somehow he'll lead me. Somehow uh, things gonna go some to south, something outside of the force, you know, come and then destroy everything. And then three months later, because I was so worried about it. And then I was telling him everything, how much I worried. That's exactly what happened. He was like, hey, let's be friends. Mm. You know? And that behavior was pretty much inherited from my mom because my mom was always like worrying about everything. Mm. When things go, and then she was saying, because I worry, I avoided the situation. Whatever the worst case scenario she thinks about, because she worried ahead. She, according to her, I avoided the situation. Mm. But Those of us who know spiritual stuff, uh, vibration stuff, you know when you are vibing in high vibe, everything gonna be go well and everything gonna be taken care of. When we are emitting worry and the fear vibration, we are vibrating in that level. So we tend to attract more, maybe end up avoiding the worst case scenario, but other things will come to you, right? Mm-hmm. So um, right now, especially after Lion's Gate, people are closing the big cycle. So i'm pretty sure a lot of you might be going through this saturn return cycle those of you who are up to 32 years old you know you're going through this crazy saturn return experience and then now close the cycle so maybe going through something similar right and so i wanted to bring up the subject on that and then how we can truly say goodbye to this not just a mindset but habit like inherited from your parents because when i look at my friends who are positive and they're coming out of positive parents and then they don't really worry about it because their motto is everything go well in my life right yeah they don't worry about this kind of thing but we can't really um uh, you know, feel sorry for ourselves like, oh, because I'm like this, because I'm born into these parents or this household or this environment. Then you can change yourself. Just because you're born into that environment, you want to put up with that environment because you are programmed that way, right? We we can't change always.
1: Well it isn't it isn't the environment anymore, right? Once we're adults, it's our own mind which provides the environment. Because the tapes, like you said, the voices replay in your mind, oh, you know, for me, it was my father was the eternal pessimist um, or always worried that something could go wrong. And so, like, he's not even alive anymore, but the environment exists in my brain, which says, oh, this could happen, but what about this, but what about this, but what about that? He was the kind of person that would go on a trip and take everything that you could possibly cram in the vehicle or the boat just in case for every scenario you could think of. um, Because better to be prepared for some kind of failure or problem than to get stuck without what you need. And it took me a long, long time being with my husband to to become a minimalist, you know, it's not that I don't prepare for obvious things like okay, we're going on a hike. I need to bring some water with me, or I might want to bring add a couple granola bars and maybe I'll throw a change of clothes in the car just in case it rains or I get muddy or I just if it gets chilly at night, you know. But those are obvious things that you would take with you when you're going on a trip to go on a hike somewhere. Um, you know, in other words, I'm not gonna bring my whole two st- tool set and put it in the trunk of my car because what happens if my car breaks down right yeah my dad used to do that okay i mean at any given time you would think he was an auto mechanic because in the back of his truck (laughs) was this (laughs) huge toolbox and another toolbox plus a bag full of those ratchets right And a can of uh, WD-40 and a can of fix a flat. And, you know, it just got to be ridiculous where it was like, so that's like Erica said, an energy that we, when we have a mindset like that of what's going to go wrong, what could go wrong? Well, I have to plan for everything that could go wrong. Or some people who are just waiting for something to go wrong, like they believe this can't be as good as it is. Something's going to go wrong. Um, that's an energy that we keep ourselves in. Right. So no matter where it came from, you know, maybe you're just, maybe your parents weren't like that, but you're just a naturally anxious, anxious person, you know, maybe you're super intelligent. And so, you know, your mind, your left brain, um, is always throwing at you as a survival Well, what about this? What about this? What about this? Okay. Um, So even if it doesn't come from somebody, it's just an internal state of being, we can shift that. And how we do it is having a conversation. And I really like what you told me earlier, uh, Erica, when your brain does that, and you say to yourself, well, that may be true, but I'm open to all possibilities. I, I really love that piece of advice. Uh, that's what Erica was telling me today. And because uh, I was doing it, I was worried about the other shoe falling. And um, so we had a nice long conversation before we came on with you folks today. And uh, I felt it, I found it very helpful. Thank you.
0: Well, you're welcome. I, I learned from my uh, friend, uh, Max Ryan. He has another YouTube channel. And then, you know, it's a good idea to not fight with ego. And then yeah, that might be true. Then your ego shut down, right? It's not gonna try to fight because you're not denying. Our left brain not gonna fight to argue. And then but anything is possible.
1: That's the important piece.
0: We are open up instead of blocking other possibility because you think whatever thing you're thinking about is true, but anything is possible. Then you keep the door open for your guide, your higher self, your inject team, your galactic team is sending you, and you're not stopping it. You're not self-sabotaging it. Yeah,
1: I think it's just such a nice, simple technique for dealing with the the anxious part of our mind that is waiting for the other shoe to fall. It, it is it's brilliant, really, in its um, simplicity. Because as you said, you know, once you can give the left brain what it wants which is to convince you that you know this is true or this is going to happen or something's going to go wrong you know once you say well that may be true and i'm open to all possibilities i mean you just kill two birds with one stone and it's really big um to be open to all the energies because we have no way even psychic people, you know, highly psychic people, whatever your ability is, we have no way of knowing exactly how the universe is going to bring us this next cycle um, of our lives. You Mm -hmm. know, we we have plans, we have intentions, we move in the direction of what we want, but we don't know how it's going to play out. And, you know, even if we have some idea of what we think, might happen you know not getting down about it if it doesn't go exactly the way you think doesn't mean the other shoe is dropping what it means is the universe is bringing it to us in a way which is absolutely divinely perfect for yeah. us
0: because we are co-creating with the universe we are the creator but well, we are not the creator we are co-creator so we yeah. can set the intention. We can just say, oh, this is what I want. I wish this and that. Then how it's bring to you is up to the universe, right? Um, Like last two weeks, I've been kept on, you know, told by my new guide and my schedule team that just don't do anything and I see everything, how it unfold. Because I usually take an action in advance to make sure I don't, you know, start uh, worrying about the practical side of my life, but <laughs> I also not to do anything. Mm. Like you know, they said they told me the outcome. They said, see everything how it's unfold.
1: Yeah, yeah, so, and I I think when we do that, we feel a lot calmer. Yeah. Um, you know, because I remember my days of just it wasn't just one element of my life. It was all elements of my life. I was trying to control everything and outcomes in particular. And, um, I just remember feeling, uh, powerless sometimes when things didn't go the way that I thought they would go or, um, you know, angry, scared, a lot of fear, but you know, what that does to our bodies, um, our human bodies is it, it, It's like an assault. It's like a constant assault on your nervous system, your adrenal system. Uh, You know, I'm not a doctor, but I happen to know that these connections exist. And so, you know, when we're assaulting our body with worry and panic and fear um, or just a general uh, lack of being able to believe that something could happen for us that's really really good for us um, without something bad turning around and happening afterwards
0: or without um, us keeping control and then making for sure that direction
1: yeah exactly um but all of that um uh, i mean i was so tense all the time i had um issues with uh, my, my ligaments, my SI joint, which, you know, causes nerve pain to go down your back. If you're um, TMJ, you know, the jaw clenching, I actually wore down um, the surfaces of my teeth because I was clenching all the time. And see, those are some, just a couple of things um, that I could mention uh, for worrying about the shoe dropping all the time, (laughs) instead Mm -hmm. of just, behaving in the way that I would normally behave towards things, you know, my career, my family, my finances, and knowing that things were going to be okay. That, that constant anxiety is just not the energy you want to be in. And if you can release and find a way to trust, um, your, your life is going to feel so much better
0: yeah and then one way of uh started gaining the trust i'm i'm pretty sure some of you at the one point of your life lost trust toward your spiritual team. i did once you know um me so too. When, when that happens because you know things your promise didn't happen for example that the time you want it. let's put it that way right um then you lost trust and you are not 100 sure that let's say the guidance getting for you. you don't really second think of a guidance you're getting for your client. but when it comes to you, your brain start thinking oh that's my be thinking like uh, it sounds like your voice but that's your your wish thinking like everything gonna go well you know <laughs> So when you start having that kind of uh, what, you call, what you call it less confidence in your own guidance from your team. Um, when you want to regain that um, trust, you want to regain the relationship, um, it's more important to let go of everything, surrender and to see how they handle your request. And your request will be handled without you doing anything. You know, and if they want you to tell you, or they want you to do certain things, they tell you you should do this and you should do that. And you follow that direction and then see what's gonna happen. Like if it's like a life-threatening situation or something financial situation, maybe it's too scared for you to do that. So start doing this let go of control and the surrendering action with something less threatening to you. It's not like, you know, start doing something, like let's say. Even though I teach love, okay? Maybe it's a good idea to listen to when they tell you to surrender and to see how it goes in love situation, than let's say financial situation. Because just because your love doesn't come to tomorrow or two weeks or three months from now, you're not gonna be dying. You're not gonna be homeless. You're not gonna get sick. You know, um, I sound so practical <laughs> you can kind of use i'm using that as example but you guys understand my point right you use that lab situation to see how your spiritual team are going to put everything together because that's not a life-threatening situation yeah it's very yeah, start
1: it's smaller fun. and yeah. yeah work your way up to the bigger things the bigger yeah. topics yeah mm-hmm. yeah
0: mm-hmm.
1: i like yeah. that hmm And, you know, I just want to point out because some, <laughs> I've heard a number of and read a number of comments where it's like, well, if you have this psychic ability, why don't you give me the lottery numbers or some other thing like that? You know, I just want to mention again that <laughs> think about what you're asking for, okay? Because I promise you, me, everybody, if, if we were meant to have a lottery win, we'd have it, okay? Um, so it's, are you asking for something that's in your best interest for your life path? And who, you know, so people would argue with me and say, who doesn't want money, right? Everybody wants money. Um, but I would ask you to consider maybe there's a reason why your soul chose to experience struggle, financial struggle. Um, Some people, even poverty, um, there's a reason why there was an experience there and it was set and agreed upon by your soul before you came into this life. So, you know, getting out of it um, is kind of what we started talking about is you have to change your mindset about it and start Stop saying, well, this always happens to me. I'm never going to have money. Um, So your guides probably aren't going to send you a lottery win because that's too much of a divergence between poverty or struggling and having the financial comfort that you want. But once you change your thoughts about it and say, oh, look at this, you know, I made a little more money this week. Um, Or I figured out this product or I'm offering this other service, and now more money is coming into me. But um, it's the mindset, the poverty mindset, that we have to overcome, not necessarily our ability to make money.
0: Yeah, um, and, uh, a lot to do with, you know, the difference between people who are, I know a lot of people who are successful and uh, who are wealthy. Okay and then some of them are very positive i don't know they became positive by uh, studying personal development because some of them told me they did study personal development but you know they have a no shadow of doubt everything gonna go well of course after they did everything humanly possible whatever the business deal right after after study to go to that direction
1: they want, then they let go. Yeah. Letting go is important. Um, but, you know, at the beginning of the spectrum, we have to be in the right mind space to allow things to come to us. Um, and believing in, okay, so I did everything I needed to. I researched my business. I started a company and Things are going well. I already have two clients, for example, but when's the other shoe going to drop? When it's eventually, you know, believing that eventually it's going to go to shit is going to cause it to go to shit. You're, you're manifesting that by having that belief. So you got to, I have to, Erica has to, you have to, we all have to, if we don't already have the mindset of believing that. What we're doing is um, it's been planned out. We have the expertise or we have the excellent product. We had the business plan. We're moving ahead with it and believing in it instead of going, but what, what all could go wrong? Or what if nobody wants my service or my product or blah, 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 blah. You know, it's a big shift in thinking. So you can't go just from poverty thinking to having tremendous amounts of abundance, your your guides in the universe are not going to send you a lottery win, but what may happen is if you change your mind about um, your ability to have money in your life, despite the fact that you've had struggles or poverty, that's what the energy that gets you um, the intuition, that's when your higher self and your team can start sending you intuition about your own abilities or like, what are your interests? Or maybe I'd like to go work at this job because um, I always thought I'd want to do that. Or, or maybe I'm going to go get training and, and do this particular type of work now, whatever it is, um, you know, because there could be scholarships, uh, especially in um, the trades, Trade schools and things like that. Mike Rowe offers scholarships for people that want to learn a trade. So, you know, I think what you got to do is you put in your application and tell them your story and uh, you you may get a full ride to the trade school of your choice. So there's stuff out there like that that we don't even think about on a regular basis. There's monies to be had to help you build a business. There's things that you can apply for, for grants, uh, fellowships, all kinds of stuff. But we got to get out of that poverty mindset. All all the reasons why we can't do it, we got to stop focusing on that and turn it around and say, but look at this is possible. Um, You know, and you're talking to a person, I'm speaking from a place where You know, my grandparents were all first-generation immigrants here, and they all worked in shoe factories. Well, one worked in the laundry at the shoe factory, but all four of them worked very, very hard, and they were disappointed in what the promise of America was or what they thought it was. Um, So there was poverty mindset back then, and then, you know, they transferred that to my parents, and that transferred to me, so it's not an easy cycle to break out of. I'm speaking to you from personal experience. It's not, I'm not shitting on anybody. I'm not criticizing anybody, but I am telling you that is absolutely essential to break out of that mindset for you to bring in the abundance in your life, whether that's abundance of love, whether it's money, whether it's, you know, because we can think that we're impoverished in love too, or that we're never going to have a family member who goes the distance for us because we're always the one they're taking advantage of. Well, you know, guess what? I mean, if that's your belief, you're going to keep manifesting that. So abundance doesn't just mean money. It means love. It means relationship. It means joy in life. Um, You know, being able to go out in nature and just take it all in and bring it into your heart space because that's God right there. You know, that God's in nature and it can be seen everywhere. Uh, the animals, the water, the the plants, the air, the sun, um, but it does take a shift. If if you have a, a habit of thinking that the other shoe is going to drop when something good happens in your life, you're manifesting it. So you have to stop doing it.
0: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the thing um, my friend Max told me about that that's a water is very effective. I'm using it all the time, because, um, you know, when you grow up in the environment, which is, you know, which tend to be negative, it's impossible for you to completely shift to one way of living, means like, oh, everything go well for me, it's always been like that, you know, and the person grew up in that household, so you see the evidence of everything go well, then you, you just never, ever going to doubt about that, you never, you haven't really experienced in that kind of environment. It's really difficult for you to shift one way to another, like overnight. So every day, you know, make an effort to change yourself because when you set the intention to change yourself, you can and you will.
1: Yeah. Be Be a police officer of your own thoughts because Mm -hmm. your thoughts are created by your beliefs about a thing. So if you start noticing, like Erica said, you got to do it every day. If you start noticing that your dialogue, your inner mental dialogue is, is got a serious negative thread to it. You got to work on that. That's your job to, to, uh, I suggest shifting the thought, you know, so if it's, well, nothing good ever happens to me, I'll shift that thought to, oh, things are always working out for me good things are coming into my life on a regular basis. And just by shifting that one thought, um, it, as an, Erica said earlier, it opens up all your energy to uh, receiving from the universe whatever it has to send you. And, it could, and you can be very pe- pleasantly surprised at <laughs> just how good that could be. But it is, yeah. a, it is daily work and it's your own internal work.
0: Yeah, and then, you know, I've been telling you guys everything is vibration, but let's say if you're high vibing, like vibrating high, but if you don't know how how to control your mind, right, you let the mind like uh, running around like a wild horse, then your mind will disrupt your high vibe, you know, start talking about what if this doesn't go well then even though you're high vibing up to that point until your mind is starting with suggesting like how everything's going to fuck up or something right for some reason then your bible will drop mm-hmm. so i'm not saying mindset is everything but if you you don't know how to be a master of your mind your mind can self-sabotage you hmm Because you gotta be
1: the master of your mind, and not the other way around. Absolutely. You know, it's not helpful to uh, criticize yourself for having these mindsets or these patterns. I mean, after all, we we have them for a reason, Um, and whatever that reason is, it's valid. It's we're talking about shifting. Yep. that not beating yourself up for it or feeling you know regret or guilt or any of that that's wasted energy as well and you won't be able to keep your vibration up very high if you're doing that so don't mm-hmm. shit on yourself
0: Or feel sorry <laughs> for yourself like oh why why i didn't point to the family with positivity
1: right <laughs> yeah exactly you
0: know, um you have yeah. your family so you have to change from you right
1: Yeah, you have to do, we have to do our own thing. And the minute we become adults in this world, we make our choices. Um, You know, I'd say the minute we leave our family's house and we go out on our own, um, you know, our choices are still valid while we're in the primary family unit. But like once we're completely on our own, then you can't be blaming anybody in your life um, for what your new choices are.
0: Yeah, and then if your family influence is too strong, like we suggested in previous episodes, you know, it's really important to start making your own soul family instead of putting too much emphasis on physical family because, you know, family do have an influence on putting yourself into your
1: old you. That's true. Good point. Yeah, Or, or, you know, you don't have to kick them to the curb, but seriously, limit. Your time with them uh, while you're making these changes for yourself. Uh, yeah, because set, set boundaries.
0: Let's say everybody else is behaving one way, and you are the new person, and you worked on yourself and you started behaving the other way, and then you don't fit in anymore. right mm-hmm. So yep. they try to bring you back to their old doctrine.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they sure will. Yeah okay um that's it for me anything else for you um no i don't like
0: it's just uh keep on trusting have faith and then most of programming is a repeating process because you are repeated whatever the stuff by your parents so repeat more positive stuff in your head on your own so you can definitely change your mindset
1: indeed Every day, do it every day. Catch yourself.
0: (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. So thank you so much for watching. So next week's and I'm gonna bring more interesting topic. So we see you next time. Bye. Bye. I am going to. So, if you guys are looking for hypnosis experience, regression experience from Sue or I, links are in the description box. So, see you next time. Bye!